We're up to the Samachay. We're going to start Samachdalit Amad Beis, the Mishnah, four lines from the bottom. Zog the Mishnah. Hamaitse meis betchile, mushkev kedarkoi. So, what does it mean, betchile? It means that there was never known till now that there was a mace buried in this spot. A person happened to be digging and he found a mace. If we know that this was a makam, that a mace was buried, it's a known kever. So the Allah is, if you have a kever, you're not allowed to be mefana a mace, a mace is you're not allowed to be mefana mkaimai. A mace is koinim mkaimai, and you can't move him. But if we never knew that there was a mace here, we just found it now by chance, so we assume that this wasn't an official kever, but rather, he was buried there. The Rosh gives two options. Either he was buried there on Manas to move him at a later time, or could be he was buried there Shalei B'Shus. And maybe even though he was buried there on a permanent basis, but since he was buried there Shalei B'Shus, he's not Kaina Mekayma. So since we found this Meiz B'Tchila, we just found him now, we never knew about him before. So we're being Chayshish that this wasn't the proper Kever Kavua. It's only a Kever Ara, and therefore you're allowed to move him. However, it depends whether he's a yid or he's a goy, because there's different ways of moving a yid versus a goy. So if we see that he's mushkev kedarkoi, mushkev kedarkoi means that he's laying in the kever kederach ha'yisrael. We'll see in the Gemara that there's certain simonim how yidin used to bury versus how goyim used to bury, the way the mace is laid out. So if it was mushkev kedarkoi and we see that it was buried like a yid, so we assume that it's a yid, even though we're allowed to move him, because we're not assuming that it was a dinav abeis akvaris, it was a kever arai. But Allah is, in order to move him, besides moving the mace, you also have to take the earth around the mace. We'll see in the Gemara exactly what the shear, how much earth you have to move. Pashtas, the reason is because we assume that part of the leiches of the mess seeped into the kark, and merely you have to take all the surrounding earth with when you remove him. The same then applies shnayim. If you dug up the ground and you found two mesim, and again, none of them were ever you do it, they were here before, you just found out two mesim the first time. So again, we assume that both of them were nikbar, ba'if and aray, this wasn't an official kever, and you're allowed to remove them, naitlan v'est fusasa, with the earth around it. However, once your matzah shleisha, if you dug up the kark and you find three mesim near each other, and the space between them is imyesh bein zelazeh midalad amiz v'atshmeinah, if from the beginning of the first mace to the end of the third mace, there was minimum Dalad Amas up to Shmaina Amas, then we assume Hareza Shkunas Kvaris. This wasn't a random burial, but rather this is a Besa Kvaris. And if it's a Besa Kvaris, so it was buried there Bershus, the mess is Kainim Mekaimoy, and therefore you have no right to remove the mess, even if you take. The kark around it, that's not a heter. You're not allowed to remove the mace. Once a mace is buried in a proper kever, a kever kavu as opposed to a kroy, he's koinim koinim, you can't move him. What's the cheshman of dalad the shmoyna amas? So this is a sugim baba basr. There's mechlekes, you're showing him exactly how to learn this mishnah. We'll go with the rajbam. Tais over here doesn't learn like that. The rajbam is the simplest mahalach. That in those days, they used to bury mesim in a ma'ara. They used to dig a ma'ara underground. And the size of the ma'ara, when you enter the ma'ara, it was eight, eight amas long. You entered at the beginning of eight amas, and it went down the length of eight amas, and four amas width. That was the halal, the, the empty space in the ma'ara. And on the walls of the ma'ara, both the wall opposite you and the walls on the two sides, they used to dig into the wall a kuch, like a little cave into the side. 
And that's where they used to bury the mason. And each koch, each burial spot, was one amma wide. So let's go to the, the kvarim that were opposite the doorway when you entered. So the wall opposite the doorway is four amas. So you, you need one amma width for each koch. So that's three amas. And the way the Rashbam learns that in a wall of four amas, in the wall of the width, you were able to bury three mason. You buried three mason, took up three amas. And in between the two mason, between one and two and two and three, there were two tvachim space, that's four tvachim. And on either side of the end mace, there was another tefach. So you have six tvachim, which is another amma. That's a cheshben of four amas. So in a four amma wall, which is the wall of the reichel, you're able to bury three mason. So if you see there are three mason buried in four amas, so we know, we, we assume that this was original ma'ara of Abais Akvaris, and this is the wall of the Reichiv where they buried, in the three kuchim, they buried three mesim. If it was less than four amas, you, you wouldn't be able to get three mesim in here. So if it's four amas minimum, then it makes sense that this was a burial ma'ara. And then if it's up to eight amas, because if it's more than four, and you see three, we assume that these are three of the mason that were buried along the wall on the length, along the, the wall of the Eirech, which is eight Amis. And the reason you only found three, because they didn't yet bury, they didn't fill up that side of the Ma'ar yet. So because this looks like a Beis HaKvaris, so now we assume that it wasn't a Kvuris Arai, but rather it was a Kvuris Kva, and it's a Beis HaKvaris, and you cannot remove these mason. Again, and this is also provided that it was Mushk of Kedarkoi, that they're laying out the way Yidin are laying out in a kever. Otherwise, if it's a guy, there's no problem moving him. Now, not only is there an Isra to move these three Kvarim, because we assume that it's a Beis Kvaris, but once we establish that it's a Beis Kvaris, so now we have to be Chayshish that this Sadr, where we found them, there are more Kvarim here. Because typically when they made... Ma'aris, they didn't just make one randomly, they had a few Ma'aris near each other. So what you do is your Baidak Himanoi Ulahalon Esran Amma. You have to count Esram Amma from each end and dig around to see if you find another mace. And uh, the Rajbam Babasar explains that they used to have Ma'aris that were two Ma'aris were opposite each other. So you had again you enter a Ma'ara and it's eight Amas long. From the entry, opposite the entry, on the other side, there's another ma'ara. In between the two ma'aris, there was a chatzar of six amas. After the chatzar of six amas, there was the opening to another ma'ara, directly opposite, which also went deep eight amas. So the chayr you have over here from the end of one, from, from, from one mace till the other, and the other end of the ayrach, you would have a cheshman of 22 amas. You have the Eirech of the Ma'ara, which is 8 Amas. The Eirech of the second Ma'ara, which is another 8 Amas, is 16. And the 6 Amas are in between, which makes it to 22. So the Chari, you should have to be Baidik up to 22 Amas to see if you find another mace. So Teisus and Rishbam, they discussed that could be that we're talking about a case over here where the Mesim that you found were Nephalim. And by a Nephal, they didn't have, they had smaller Ma'aras. They had a Ma'ara, instead of 8 long, they had a Ma'ara of 6 long. But they usually didn't have two Ma'aras of Nefalim opposite each other. If there was a Ma'ara of Nefalim, then the one opposite would usually be a Ma'ara for fully grown men. So maybe one would be six and one would be eight. With the six Amas in between is a Cheshman of 20. 
So that's what the chashash was, your baidik 20 amas. And if you find another kever at the end of 20 amas, motza echad b'saif esrim amma. So we assume that this mace isn't a random mace that was buried by Ifen Ari, but rather this is part of that basic forest that you discovered. So your baidik himenul halan esrim amma. From him, you continue counting another 20 amas to see if you find the mace. And the reason why we assume when you find the single mace that he's part of a base is Shereglayim Ledover. There's a Reglayim Ledover that this wasn't a random burial. Sheilut Chilamatzai, because if you would have just found one Mitchila without knowing anything beforehand, Allah was Noitle Best If you only find one mess and you never knew about it before, we assume that it was a random burial and he's not Kainis Mekoyim. You could remove him together with the earth around him. But here, since we already found three and we established that this is a base Akvaris, so now any one that we find within 20 Amis is assumed that that was also an Amaris Kvure, and therefore it doesn't have the din of Naitabest Vesasa, but you have to leave the mace over there. Zog de Gemara, Omer of Yehuda, Matzah, when it says in the Mishnah Matzah, Prat Lamatzi. So Taisus learns this is going in the beginning of the Mishnah, when it says Hamaitzi Mace Betchile. So on that, Taisus the Gemara is saying, Dafke Matzah. But if it was Matzah, meaning if the mace was Yedua, we knew that there was a kever there from beforehand, so then we don't assume that this was a kever aray. We assume that it was a kever kavua, and therefore there's no din of noitla. You're not allowed to take the mace out, you have to leave him there. Tais and the Rosh bring down the Rajbam's pshat. The Rajbam learned in this Mishnah that it's going, when they learned in this Gemara Amr of Yehuda Matzah Pratta Matzah, that it's going on the Sefer. When the Mishnah says Matzah Shloisha, it has din of Mesakvaris, on that, the Yehuda is saying, but if one of these three was Motsi, it was a Kever Yedua, even though the other two were Betchila, that we just found out about them now, it doesn't have the status of a Beis This is not something which is Movimisvara, even though there's three Mesim here, but if one of them was Yedua and the other two were, were not Yedua, we don't have give it a din of a Beis and we give it a din of a Kever Are, and therefore the Allah would be you could move each one of them together with Tvusasa. Taisus argues on this pshat. Nochadin, this that it says in the mission, they found a mace, is coming to be mayit prat laharik. If it was someone that was murdered, then in that case, we don't say that he has a din of tfusa, and so too, if one of the three that they found was someone that was harik, he's not mitztarev to the three to give it a din of shchunas beisakvaris. And the reason is that the Gemara is going to say in a minute, benegei the din of meis shechaser, like we'll see very soon. Mushkiv, it says in the mission that they found the mace Mushkiv, Prat Yashiv Kedarka, if they found him buried in a sitting position, or Prat the Sharaisha Munak Bain he was laying over his head in between his knees. And the reason is because that's not the way they used to bury Yidin. So it's Mustabra. If you found him buried in such a way, probably was a goy. And if it's a goy, there's no dintfusa and there's no iser, uh, there's no dintfusa and there's also no din. Of uh, becoming a base akvaris over here that you can't be mefanahim. Tani ule barchanina, meis shechaser. If you found a mace and it's it's noticeable that when they buried him originally it wasn't a mace shalom, it was chaser. So in such a din, ein loy tfuse, v'loy shchunas kvaris. And taisus is matmiya kasha lahaven lama. What's the pshat in this din? doesn't have a Now the Ramaskal of Taisus is Mace Shachasar English Khunas Kvaris. The Rahim Hamadaik Taisus only had a difficulty understanding 
why he's not mitzdarev to the three mesim that makes it into a shchunas kvaris. But this that we say meis shachasu doesn't have a din of tefuse, that Taisa didn't have a problem with. Shailas, why not? Others learn in Taisus that Taisus is lavdafke. Taisus is asking kashalahavan on both nakudis. Why ain't like tefuse, and why is not mitzdarev to shchunas beis hakvaris? So Mamela, what we saw before, Mace Prat Laharig was based on this halacha of Ule that Mace Shachasar ain't like And we're talking about Harig that he was killed Becherif. So Mamela, he lost a lot of blood. So that's considered Mace Shachasar. When they buried him, he was Chasar. And then the Chanami, the Fize, Mace Shanechnak, if he was Harig Aydei Chanik and he didn't lose any blood, then it would be different. Firta is the Gemara of Chalhani Maitain Meloi. So now we're not referring to the case of Mace Shachasar, we're referring to the case. Of Yeshiv Kedarkoi or Roshay Munach, why don't we give it a din, Tfuse, and a din of Esakvaris? Because Amrin and Dilma, Ivit Kachavimhu, that we assume that it's not a Yid, it's a Goy. If it's a Goy, there's no problem to move him. You don't need Tfuse, and even if it's buried in Kavua, you're allowed to move him. A similar din, Motzah Shnaim, they found two Mason buried next to each other. And Roisha Shalzeh Bitzad Margalaisov Shalzeh, Roisha Shalzeh Bitzad Margalaisov Shalzeh. The two Mason that are side by side, they're not both the heads on one end and the feet on the other end, but one of them is facing north and the other one is facing south. So the head of one is near the feet of the others. So in such a case, Ein Lehen Tefuse Veleishchunas Kvaris. In a case when there was only two of them, you're allowed to move them without the earth around it. And if they're part of three, they don't get a din of a Beis Again, because this is not the way they used to bury Eden. So the assumption is that these two are Goyim, and Mamele doesn't give it a din of a Beis Eden were only buried when they were all lying at the same end, the heads were all at the same end, and the feet were at the other end. So the Gemara Vayitir, Matzah you found three Mason, Ha'echad Yedua, one of the three that you found was Yedua, they knew already previously that there was a burial site over here, they knew about this mace. Ushnayim the other two, we just found out about it now, they were digging and they found two over here. So the Rosh says that the case of Ha'echad Yadua means that we knew there was a kever here, but it wasn't Yadua whether he was buried here, Ba'ifin Kvuris Kva or Kvuris Arai Amnasta Fanoisai. Now, the reason the Rosh wants to say this, we'll see in a second, let's just go weiter. So Matzah Shleisha, Echad Yadua, one of them was known that the Kevah was here, Shnaim, Tchile, Shnaim, we just found out about it. Shnaim, Tchile, or Echad Tchile, they're going to say, Echad Tchile, there was one Kevah that we knew about, that, that we just found now, Ushnaim, Yidum, two were known that they were here before. So we're going to say over here, Yeshlehem Tfuse, because since there's Pashtas, we're talking about it has a simon of a Jewish burial. So Meli Yeshlehem Tfuse. When you would remove them, you have to remove them together with the carcass vivam. But ve'enlem shchunas kvaris, they don't constitute the din of the mission that when you have three, it's a basic kvaris. And memele it's mutter lefanoisa as long as you take the tfusa. Taisus brings from the Rashbam. This is halachah l'moishem esinai. Halachah l'moishem esinai is that it has to be all three of them are either yaduin or shaloy yaduin. If mikdus are yaduin and mikdus are enim yaduin are betchila, then we don't have this halachah l'moishem esinai. That when there's three, we give it a dinabesa chorus. Now, the reason the Rosh said that the one that's Yadua is the Pshat, it's Yadua, we know that the Kever was here, but we don't know for what purpose it was here, whether it was a Kever Kavu or Kever Arai, because the Rosh is learning in the Sugya 
that you could be mefana all three of them. You have to be mefana them together with the tefusa, but you, ha- you could be mefana all three. So the chayyah, if you could be mefana all three, I, one of them was Yadu, if you knew that it was there, kever arai, what right do you have to be mefana, even if it's not a basic varis, but even a single kever, if it's a kever Yadu that was here, almanas to stay, liyashorashah, I mean, I'll be mefana. It's so brought down that the going learns, nishtazai, the going learns that the case of Yadu'ah means it was Yadu'ah that it was buried here, and it was buried here on the state, and Anachanami. That one that's Yadu'ah, you're talking a lot of Yadu'ah. When we say that it doesn't have a din of a Shechunah's Kvaris, it's been a gay of the ones that are any Yadu'ah. The one that are any Yadu'ah, you can't be Yadu'ah because it doesn't have a din of a Shechunah's Kvaris. But the one that's Yadu'ah, lo'ilam, Yitaka can't be Yadu'ah. So according to the going, you don't have to say that Yadu'ah means we don't know whether it was Ari or was Kva. Yadu'ah means we know clearly that it was Kva, and Yitaka can't be him. And the Gemara adds a Maise Rav to this last din. Maise Rav Yesheva of Shabbodak Umotza, he found three Kvarim. Shnayim were Yeduim, they were, no, they were known Kvarim, Ve'echet Chile, they just found out about now. Ubikesh La'asaison, Shechunas Kvaris. He assumed that since it's three Kvarim, now it has the name of Shechunas Kvaris, and therefore you can't be Mephana them. Amadir Bekiva, Kolshi Yagato, Lirik Yagato. Everything you're trying to do to prevent people from moving is Lirik. Because Lay Amru Shunas Kvaris, they only said the din that three constitutes a base of kvaris, Ella where it's the gimel yaduin, or the shlaishat khil. All three have to be the same. Either all three of them were known kvarim, or all three were just found. But if parts of the parts of them were yaduin, and parts were tchila, chai gavrin jgazagavar and the salachlamashinai, that it becomes a shunas kvaris. So it said in the Mishnah that when you remove a mace, even a mace yachid, the halacha is noitlan vest fusasan. Even though you're allowed to move them, but you have to take with some of the karka. Frek the gemara hechidomi. The lashon hechidomi is interesting. The aruch is geiris minayin minayin letfusa. The rosh has the geiris hechidomi, but he explains that the question is hechidomi pirish hechi chazinon shetzarich litli meivaiter. What's the makar? So the gemara hechidomi tfusa. What's the makar? Amar Yehuda Amar Kara by Yaakov Avinu when he asked his children. To bury him in Eretz Yisrael, he said, Unsasani mi Mitzrayim. You should carry me from Mitzrayim. So the word Mitzrayim is extra, because he was in Mitzrayim. He just should have said, Unsasani, carry me to Eretz Yisrael. So from the word mi Mitzrayim, we dash him that he said, Tul imi. In other words, mi Mitzrayim, Tul imi. Take with me part of the offer Mitzrayim. So this is the Makar that you're supposed to take a maze together with the Tfusa. So Sashaz brings down a bit from the Taisus Yamtiv. The Taisus Yamtiv is Matmiyah, Lenimtza Bekasav, Shanikbar Tchilabah Mitzrayim. Where did we ever see that Yaakov was buried in Mitzrayim, that he had to ask them to take with Karka Mitzrayim? He wasn't buried there. So I saw Brotam Mepharshim say that Yaakov assumed that they'll probably bury him there, but if and Akroy, until they move him. So he said that when you remove me, take me together with some Karka. Kapanam, this is the Makar. The Kamashir Tfusu. What's the Shir? How much Karka around the maze? Do you have to remove? Pirish Rebbe Lazar. So we're not Goyers over here, Lazar Rebbe Tzadar, because that's the next Gemara. Pirish Rebbe Lazar and Amoyer. Noitel Ofer Tichuach. You take all the soft earth which is around the mace. And besides that, V'choyfer B'psule, and you dig in the hard karke, Gimel Atzboys. Three Atzboys around them, you have to take out from the hard karke. And the Rosh adds from the Yerushalmi, that the reason for this is Shemoyel HaMais, the liquid that came out of the mace, is Nichnas Bekarka Gimelad's boys. In order to get all the parts of the mace out, you have to dig up Gimelad's boys. And the Sefer Siddur Tahari brings down, this is what the Yerushalmi says, 
is not coming to give a reason for the din tfusa, that it's because that in the gimelad's boys there's moil, to get out all the moil, you have to take gimelad's boys. He says, because we're learning out the din of tfusa from Yaakov Avinu. And chaz v'sholem to say by Yaakov Avinu, the Shalmi is just telling you the din is Gimelad's boys, and he's giving you a simon that the Shir Tfusa is Gimelad's boys, which is the place where the moil goes in, but not that that's the reason. And he fears also over there the Ikridin Tfusa b'makam kvure, who soid amuk, misoide mitzvah's kvure. Frek the Gemara Akasha. We saw Pirisha Belozer, Taisa, this is a Belozer Pepidaz da Moir. He said the Shir Tfusa is the offer to Chuach and Gimelad's boys of Karkakasha. In fact, the Gemara Meisve, it says in the Bryce, it Kamashir Tfusa, Pirisha Blazer Reb Tzadik, this is a Tane, Neutel Esakismen, when you're Mefan over here, the Meis, Neutel Esakismen, you take all the broken parts of the Arn, Vesaksasis, and clumps of earth, that is a Chash, that some parts of the Meis are Nisarevba, and from this thing that you gather together, Vizayrik Esavadon, you sift through it. Whatever is Vadai, not part of the Mes, you can just throw away. Umaniyach is the parts that your mesopic, maybe there's some mace, ma'urav b'toychon, you have to put away and bury it together with the mace in the place where you're mefanahim. Vashar, and the things that are definitely from the mace itself, mitztarev, that's mitztarev to the shear of rav binyonish al mace, the Allah is in Thomas oil, if you have rav minyan or rav binyan, it's metamab oil, if you have rav akavatzomis, it's metamab oil, and if you have meloy tarvid of rekev, which is the offer of mace, it's metamab oil. So from the chunks that you gathered, whatever is whatever is definitely from the mace, it's metzarev to the cheshbon of the shear, to metamab oil, to the shear of Rav Binyan mace, to the shear of Rav Atzomis, and to the shear of the Mloi Tarvidrekev. Akalponim, we see in this b'raise that there's no blanket then that you take Gimelet's boys of Karka and you bury that together with the mace when you're mefanim. But rather the shear tfusa is only what's actually part of the maze, because it says you take everything and then you search through it. Whatever is not part of the maze, bavada not part of the maze, you throw away. It's only the things that are at least the suffix, what you take with. It's not a blanket statement that you take Gimelad's Boyishal Karka. Zogdi Gemara, you're right, it's a machlaikis. I, how can an Amoira argue on a Tanit? Who the Amr ki Tanit? The Amoira Belazar has a Tanit who holds like him, the Sanya. A clear b'raise that says what he said. In the din of Shir Tfusa. He checked around and he found the kever. And he was mefane the kever because so far all he found was one kever. And the law is that if you find one kever, it wasn't a kever you do it, you're allowed to be mefane Bodak, he looked around and he found another kever. Upina, and he was mefana the second one as well. Now, Bodak va'ashkach, he found a third one. So at this point, once he finds three, it's a glowing milsa that it's a shchunas kvaras. Because we said that when you find three, and obviously they found it in the same area, it was within between four amas and eight amas, then we assume that this was a shchunas kvaras and it was a proper base of kvaras, and they were buried there to stay there. So the Allah is at this point, Loi Hai Mefanile Gabahanach, Gabahanach Trey. This third one, you're not Mefani, you have no right to be Mefani him to be with the other two that you already moved. And you don't bring back the two that you already moved back to the one that's here.
Ikadamri, Omarov, Kivishanitan Rishus Lefanois, Mefanalohain. That if you already moved the two, since you did those two Bereshus, because at the time you moved those two, you weren't aware there was three. So each one had a din of a Kevri Yochid, and the Alochi is, if as long as it wasn't Yudua, you're allowed to move it. So Mela now, even though you found the third, and now it's Nizgala that it was a basic Kvaris, Mefani Lohain, you're allowed to be Mefani the third near the two that you already moved. Now that you know that there was three here, it should be considered a base kvaris. And Mela, there should be no right to move this third one to the to, to the two that you already moved. Omer Shlokish, Ela Matsu, they found a little bit of an excuse. As long as they found a little bit of an excuse, in other words, Hayes, the first two were moved beheter because at that point he didn't know it was a basic chorus. See, even though now you talk and know that it's a basic chorus, but since the first two were moved berishos, so we use any little excuse we have in order to minimize Tuman Eretz because we want to say that right now you're having a new basic chorus where there's no basic chorus, that's just three kvarim. So rather be mefan of them all to a proper basic chorus, at least this place will be cleared and kahanim won't be nitman Eretz where there's kahanim. And there's people oichletaris. We want to minimize tumah as much as possible. Now the rosh says avad that we can't just use any ele and go move people because dalach is that if it was a kever vadai, let's say you found a kever, it wasn't a kever betchil, it was a kever yaduah. Dalach is even though it's one kever, you're not allowed to move it. So why over here is dalach alts ele matzu yalada alts taras eretz yisrael yalada move it? So the rosh says because in a case when you have a kever yaduah. So then it's a kever that was birshos, so the Allah is, you're not allowed to move it. But here we're talking about, it wasn't a kever you do it. All three of them, you had no knowledge beforehand that there was any kvarim here. It's just an umdinah that if there's three and they're buried in such a way, we assume that it was a basic kvaris. I mean, it was a kever that was built birshos and bekavon that the people should stay there. But it's not 100% sure. It's a halacha that we assume so, but since it's not 100% sure, so if you have any little excuse, like in this case, where two already moved Bershos, we let you move the third. It's interesting to note in the Siddur Tahari says, this is that the Gemara said, that the two that you moved, let, let's go according to the first Lashon. According to the first Lashon, that you're not allowed to move the third one. The third one, once you found out it's a basic verse, he has to stay in place. The two that you already moved, you don't bring back to the first one. What's the Chiddush you don't bring it back? Why should you bring it back? Now that you were Mefana the two, and you bury them in the new place, Almanas to stay there, so why are we going to say you have a right to bring them back? So he says, because once we find the third, we're assuming that it was a Maris Kvura. In those days, the Maris Kvura used to be family plots. So Mamele, we assume that these three people were family. And there's a right, one of the reasons you're Mefana people is in order to put them next to their family. So Mamele would be a Mokim to say that if you remove them, bring them back, because it's a covet for the mace to be together with his family. Of them, Zakhtar, Hayes, you moved away the two of them. If you bring them back, since the two of them are already together, they're together, the two of the family are together, it's Nishgeferlich. But he says if one of them was moved away, let's say a person found a mace and he moved him away, and then he was Badak and he found two more Mesim, so he was only Mefana one before it was Nizgala, that was Basic Kvaris. In that case, Loimi Boy, that the two that were found, you can't be Mefana, but the one that you were Mefana, you would have to bring back. Because since we're assuming that it was a ma'ara of kvuris mishpacha, you have to bring that single one back to the other two. the Mishnah that you have to be boidik once you found three kvarim and it becomes a shchunas kvaris. Now you have to assume 
that it was a large field of a basic forest, and you have to start searching for other ma'orahs, and you have to be baited the next Esther Mama to see if you find another kever that was in another ma'orah. So the Gemara, what happened if Badak Ma'esramama? You checked with an Esramama Vilaimatsa and you didn't find another kever Mai. So there's Machlekis, the Russian Taisis over here, how to learn. The Taisis brings down to Pshatam the Rosh asks Kashas on them, so we'll go with the Bahalakh of the Rosh. The Rosh says the Shaida was you didn't find another kever in the Esramamas. So all you ended up finding was those three original kvarim. So do we say that originally when we found the three we said, okay, so now you have a kvur, a shchunas kvaris. But if if you check now, you didn't find any more kvarim. So now let's say that our assumption was wrong, because typically there's not just one ma'ar in a basic kvaris. When there's a basic kvaris, there's many, many ma'aris. So if you only found these three kvarim, and you didn't find any other kvarim within 20 amis, is a similar that we made a mistake, and it was never shchunas kvaris. No, we're machmer, and we say... It is a shchunas kvaris, even though we didn't find any more. We still assume that what we found was a basic kvaris, and maybe you can't move them. And the rush is not goyris. The next gemara amr shlokish. Zok the mishnah. Kol safik negom betchilator. If you have a safik in hilchas negom in mitzayre, so if it's a betchile, they were originally tor, and now the shaila is lechatchile to start now. Thomas Nega, if it's a Suffolk, it's Torah. The Rosh explains the case. If two people came in front of a Koyan, and both of them had a Nega, one of them had, the shear was Kesela, and the other one, the shear was Kegris. Kesela is bigger than a Gris. So he made he made them into Mizgarim. He put them in a room for a week. And when they came back, so now one of the, both of them were Kesela. So obviously the one that was Kegris spread and the Allah is that if it's Pesoyin, if the Negus spreads, that's a Simentum, and now it becomes a Mitzayir Mokhlet. However, one of them stayed the same. So that one is not a Mokhlet. So it's a Suffolk, which one is Mokhlet? So because it's a Suffolk, so the Psaq is, they're both Tor. That's the din of Kal Suffolk Negom Betchil Tor. And this is Dafka actually Nizkak Letum. Before they were Oizge Paskin, Tumas Behechlet. But if it was Mishanizkak Letum, once it was already both of them were considered Mitzayir Mokhlet, and now there's a Suffolk Sveikotomi, for example. One of them, the both of them were already Hochlat, and when they were Hochlat, one of them, the Nega was Kigris, and the other one was Kesel. So the Koyin was Mazger, both of them, for the week. After the week, they come back, and both of them have a sheer Kesel void. So both of them spread, one was Kigris, one was Kesel, and now both of them are a little bit more than a cell, so it comes out both of them spread. So now they're both mechlotin. Now, afterwards, they're nesrape. How? Each one receded. One of them, the both of them came down from Kesela Va'id, they came down to the shear of Kesela. So the one that was originally Kesela, and he spread to Kesela Va'id, so his receded to the place where it was originally. So Mamele, he's taught. The one that was originally Kigris, and now it's only back down Kisela, he's still Tomei till it comes down further. But it's a Suffolk, we don't know which is the one that was originally Kisela, which is the one that was originally Kigris. So therefore, they're both Tomei. Because since they were already Tomei beforehand, it was already Niska Klatome, so now Sveika Tomei. Frag the Gemara Minani Mili, what's the Makar that in the Reisha, Kal Suffolk and Gombet Chile, we assume they're Tar? Omar Yehuda Merav, Omar Kro, it says in the Pasuk, Letaroy Oiletamo. It says, Zois Teres Negatzeraz Begadatzemar Epishtim. And the Pasuk fears Ois Letaroy Oiletamo. 
So since the Pasuk uses the Lashon Letarei first, so from here we learn that when you don't know what to do, your first, the first uh, assumption is that you're tar. From here we learn that the Suffolk is tar. Why only in a case when it's bitchila do we say svekator? If we're learning it from this pasik, then even if it was already niska katum was already both cheskas beforehand, you should also pass kantar. The way the rush learns the gemara's kasha is that hayoyis it's a gzeres akasiv. So ihachi the mahai kroya alfisle afil niska katum nami the gzeres akasivu. And you don't see anywhere in this gzeres akasiv anafkamina whether it was originally tamei or not originally tamei. So in both cases we should say the gzeres akasiv is telling us svekator. Taisva says that it's more mistaber that the Pasuk is going in a case of Niska Klutumet, because in a case where it's Metchile, we don't need a Pasuk to tell you it's Tar. Since they each one had a Cheskis Tahare, why should you be Metam and Mesafik? So if there's a Pasuk that tells us Tar, probably it's going in the case of Niska Klutumet. So Mamele, this can't be the Makar for this Din. So the Gemara says, Ela ki itmer the Yehuda Merav, this member that Yehuda Merav said that we learned from the Pasuk Latari Latamoy, to be matar, it can't be going on the halachas of this Mishnah. Now it's going, aha itmar, it's going in a different shayla. It's talking about, there was a suffix. The halacha is, in Baharis kodmol the seyer lovin. Seyer lovin is one of the simonet tumit in saras. If you have a Baharis and it has a seyer lovin, it's tumit. But it depends on the sequence. In Baharis kodmol the seyer lovin, if first the Baharis appeared, and then it came a seyer lovin in the Baharis, then it's takasim and tumit, and it's tumit. In seyer lovin kodmol the Baharis, if the Seyer Lovin appeared before the Beheris, it's Tor. What happens if it's a Suffolk? The person appear, it presents now with a Seyer Lovin and a Beheris, but we don't know which one was Kaidim. So in the case of Suffolk, Tommy. Azayat Tanakame, Rabbi Yeshua Amar, Keya. Keya is a Lashem that it got lighter. In the Torah, we find when the Torah is discussing how a Nega recedes, it says Keya Hanega. So maybe Rabbi Yeshua is being Miramas over here, a Lashem of Tor. Rabbi Yeshua Amar, Keya. In other words, he holds that in this case of Suffolk, it's Tor. Frag the Gemara, my Kaya. What does it mean, Kaya? Am Rav Yehuda, Kaya Vitar. Rav Yehuda says that when 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 the Mishnah says over here, Elibadir Yeshua, that he holds Kaya, he means Kaya, and therefore it's Tar. Frag the Gemara, Vidilma Kaya Vitami. So the Rosh says it doesn't mean Vidilma Kaya Vitami. That Yeshua meant Tami. We know that Kaya means Tar. The question is really, how did he know that? Minan Emili. Where did he know that it's Tar? So the Rosh says this is another example of Lashon Naziris Mishonah. Taisvis doesn't learn like that. Taisvis learns the Gemara's Kasha was that maybe Rabbi Yeshua Taka means that Kei of Vitami. Ah, you're going to tell me, that's the Tanakamit. So Taisvis, no, there's still a Chilak. Tanakamit said he's Tamim Misafik. Rabbi Yeshua says he's Tamim Bivadim. So on this, Amr of Yehuda Mirav, how do we know that Pshat and Rabbi Yehuda is Kei of Amr Yehuda Merav, because Amr Kral the Tari the Tamay, and Ahoy the Pasuk by Akasuf B'Tari Tchile. So from here we learn out in the case of Suffolk, we're Metar rather than being Metama, and this was the Makar of Rabbi Shuah.